This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A racist room. The body of a stunt double. Colander McBoo. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology, Tales from the Dark Side, and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me, as always, are my favorite people in the whole wide world, Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, I'm hoping that I can make it through the entire episode without coughing. I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath either, but you know what? We can dump some of it and I can not edit out the rest. (laughs) The people need to hear this, coughs and all. (laughs) Oh boy, this episode, let the, the games begin. Uh, It is customary here on Transmissions from the Dark Side to, based on title alone, guess what the episode is about before we watch the episode. So bold. So brave. (laughs) Yeah. We're heroes. Yeah. Here's mine. It's the 1984 Winter Olympics and the Soviet Union sitting on a secret. The curling team's made up of teen wolves. (laughs) Plausible. 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 I'll go. Let the games begin. It's the Dark Side Olympics, and the devil's the commissioner. Oh, you also got Olympics. Okay, yep. nice. Looks like the, these teams are going for the soul. Oh, snap. I did not realize how close I kind of was. Yeah, yeah. Mine is Get ready. not anywhere close. Let the game... Oh, God damn it. Let the games begin. Hans Gruber, host of the popular game show Let the Games Begin, must prevent his contestants from winning a 1958 Plymouth Fury or face the consequence of becoming a Dracula. Nice. You touched on a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of things there. I did. Yeah. I was going to say a piranha instead of a Dracula, yeah. and then I was like, eh, the thought yeah. of turning into a fish doesn't really yeah. frighten me that much. Yeah. Oh, it's the shape of water. Yeah, that is the shape of water. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of those descriptions were correct. So, Jen, hit us up with them sweet deets. All right. Here are those sweet deets for Let the Games Begin. It aired May 10th, 1987. Harry Carson suffers a heart attack and dies in a hotel room, prompting an angel and a devil to battle each other for possession of Harry's soul. That might as well be the script for (laughs) (laughs) everything that was in this episode. Uh, This episode was directed by John Lewis and was written by Peter O'Keefe. They supplied previous turds, Fear of Floating, and my ghostwriter, The Vampire. Oh, Oh, wow. Hey, I I asked you about that earlier today. Oh, my my ghostwriter? Yeah, yeah. 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 My ghostwriter, The Vampire? Yes. Uh, Fling, 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 fling. Oh, is that (laughs) turds falling into a bucket? (laughs) Oh, my cup runneth over. My turd cup. (laughs) Top of the old turd cup. David Groh played the angel. Um, Top of the turd cup to you. Yarty, tarty, tarp. (laughs) Yarty, tarty, plop. I'm an adult. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, you have a child. You're someone's father now. Oh, boy. Uh, That kid's in trouble. (laughs) David Groh played uh, the angel. Uh, He also played Rhoda's husband on Rhoda. That is his his biggest claim to fame. Uh, Feel free to take some time and read his IMDb bio as it is 40 pages. What? And is summarized in what I just described him as. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jane- he bought a he brought a professional account. Yes, he sure did. Just to edit, he is making that pro account work for him. Jane Summerhays uh, played the devil. She was best known for this. Um, she was also nominated for a Tony Award in 1987 for Me and My Girl. Um, and you could see she was she was doing some high kicks and stepping and shucking and jiving. 
in this episode. Oh yeah, she yeah. was just yeah. she was all she was scatting and bebopping. Uh, she was she was really really doing it. Uh, Earl Hindman played uh, Harry Carlson. Oh, you mean she was treating this like it was a real opportunity? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she was gonna. Baby was here to sparkle. Uh, <laughs> Earl Hindman, uh, best known as Wilson on Home Improvement. And after this episode, I am safe in the knowledge of why he was behind a fence. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, then uh, finally, rounding this out, we have uh, Willie Reel as the uh, bellhop. He was uh, a newsroom reporter in the Hudsucker Proxy, and uh, of late, he has been an executive producer of television shows, including the reboot of The Electric Company, Blue Bloods, and Billions. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Guys, man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. Oh, but there is... Unseen by most. An underworld. Is it a place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit? Yeah, it's like a dark side. Oh, a real dark side. Yeah, it's a real dark side. The door from the dark side swings wide open. And I thought I left you in Sri Lanka, (laughs) working the desk at (laughs) At that that sex hotel. hotel. (laughs) For Christ's sake, why isn't Bob Hope dead yet? yet. (laughs) What is this hotel? I I wrote that we... The Pocahontas. Yeah. We've accidentally opened on an episode of Drunkie and the Bellhop. <laughs> Previously on D- Drunkie and the Bellhop. Yeah, I just want to, to, to all these nice people. I got your bag, sir. Yeah. <laughs> now, tonight's episode, let the games begin. Thanks <laughs> again. Uh, they go to a room titled Anthony, Antony, and Cleopatra. Yes. Also... Racist Egyptian room. The racist <laughs> Egyptian room in the Pocahontas Hotel. Yeah, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> well, they uh, they showed a little restraint by not having a powwow as the background music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I wrote that they enter a racist fuck room. <laughs> <laughs> Circular bed, leopard print. Sheets, mirror on the ceiling. I don't know if I want to fuck in here. It's not racist enough. <laughs> what are you talking about, Becky? I don't know. Like it just seems. No a- one pays you to think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> misogyny, misogyny. Everything in the eighties had misogyny. <laughs> so one thing that I wrote down because the bellhop helps him in. I was just thinking about that character going, ooh. <laughs> Anthony. Oh, Anthony. I'm Cleopatra. Now get me in my Pocahontas. Let my people go. <laughs> Let my pee hole go. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <sighs> Sorry, Maddie. Sorry, Maddie. No, Go it's ahead. okay. It's it's fine. What were you thinking? Uh, <laughs> so when the bellhop and um, and Harry walk in, he's like really getting into Harry's business. True, and, and he's asking him all kinds of questions. And like, you know, in the eighties, when you would have like a sex romp, you know, like private school or hard bodies or mm-hmm. something like that. There's always the horn dog character. Yeah. And he always makes the like faces. He's the one that gets hit in the nuts. Yes. Yes. But um, he is horned up about every girl. Like, yes. He sees some some stocking yep. with lace and he's yeah. like, and it's just Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he, was and then he rides things. his bike into the side of a post office. <laughs> <laughs> some leg. <laughs> 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 Um, but he, so he's making those kind of faces and I, and I wrote, does the bellhop want to tip or to fuck? Because right. he was like, he was laying it, he on was under, laying it out a little bit thick. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so he starts, um, Harry, didn't he give the bellhop a few bucks and tell right. him to send his finest, cheapest bottle of champagne to uh to so, Ms. Pe- what is Sylvia Penwater? Yes. Is that what her name is? 
Yes. I think so. Yeah, I think it was Sylvia. Sylvia Penwater. And he, and he puts in a martini glass a crumpled up $5 bill. Yeah. I don't I don't know, but the bellhop leaves and very subtle heartbeats can be heard. I mean, it's not distracting. <laughs> it's a, literally a guy in the corner with a horn. Yes. <laughs> it's just a duck. <laughs> Harry T. Carson, a.k.a. Wilson from Home Improvement, sits down on the bed. On the round bed. And how do you know where the head is? It's wherever you put it. Yeah. Uh, and he has... A straight-up heart attack. A yeah. Harumph. Yeah. He has a heart harumph. Yeah. <laughs> a pretty hardcore heart yeah. harumph. Maybe. Maybe. Um, he dies. He dies. And Dead. if only that was the end of the episode. <laughs> it would be so merciful. I would have been much happier with this episode. But unfortunately, but unfortunately yeah, if we, if we would have watched his corpse yeah. for the rest of the time, that it would have been, been a much fine. better episode. You Real know, talk, I hated this episode. Real talk, it's a garbage heap. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst episode of the season. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. So far. And, oh, that's true. <laughs> because the next one's called The Enormous Radio. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait, wait, you guys. I can't wait to write what I think that episode's <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a. Uh, it's about. You got one that's bigger. He dies. He's on his bed. I notice how fucking short his tie is. It is. It's. It's it, like a child's a clip-on tie. Is that a tie and not just someone like taping a napkin to his throat or a half scarf? <laughs> he. So, he's drunk. He's at a high school reunion, is my guess. Yes, he was there for his high school reunion. He is drunk again. Where mm-hmm. it's worth mentioning twice. He's in. You this could light him on fire on fumes. Right? Yeah. Like this bellhop was like, just breathe in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can taste it. Um, I'm so lonely. <laughs> I'm the only bellhop in this building. <laughs> You'll see me. I'm also the. <laughs> I'm, I do everything in this hotel. I put on a wig and become the maid. <laughs> yeah, I'm room service. But I have to do it as a woman. <laughs> it's a union thing. Yeah, you'll be confused otherwise. So at this point, what is your take on Harry? Harry's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a dirtbag. He's, he's, a, he's a down and out, down on his luck loser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a real human harumph. He's someone yes. who's staying at the Pocahontas. So that's a red flag. <laughs> staying alone yeah. at the Pocahontas. Yeah. Even if that's where the reunion was, which, oh, if your reunion is that's, at the Pocahontas that's sad, Inn. That's a sad time. Yeah. Uh, no, Harry is, uh, Harry has lived. Harry, yeah. He, he hasn't had an easy go of it. No. More accurately, his liver has lived. Yeah, yeah. Right. So when he shuffles off this mortal coil, we get, um, I don't know if you know about this, but in a theater, mm-hmm. uh, they have this long tradition mm-hmm. of pantomime. Oh, oh, oh in Comedia? <laughs> yes. Uh, when Viola Spolin. Yes. Created theater, theater art. She turned to Uta Hagen. Uta Hagen. Uta, stand behind this curtain, so that we may project our shadow, and have shadow play. Oh boy, what a nice break in the episode to have people talking behind a curtain, and then later have people talking in front of a curtain. (laughs) All right. I know why they did this, but why do you think they did this? So just so we can clue everybody who's never yeah. seen this episode in, they really do a sheet is hanging up, put two people in behind sheet, shine light to cast shadow upon sheet. You can see one has devil horns and a pitchfork, and the other has angel wings and a halo. A halo? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess. 
uh, because they couldn't fully afford the costumes or couldn't afford to have because so so they say that they're going to inhabit the bodies of people he knows. Yes. Uh, and I don't think they wanted to pay two more actors. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what I thought. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't want to go to the writer's room right now, but <coughs> what could they have? This looked so bad. Yeah. It looked awful. And this episode, coming off of last week's, which looked like it was filmed really well, yeah. this one looked like the tape deck had been coated in cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and it was a bottle episode too. I mean, yeah. Well, so so lean into it then. Have them come in with the, you know, just stand over him wearing the the mm-hmm. devil horns and the wings as those characters and then just yeah. poof yourself into magic clothing and you know, he yeah. just happens to magically see them as, yeah. Yeah, as yeah, those yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. I why did they have why did they have to be people he knew? Why there's so much that doesn't make sense. But basically they have a conversation that goes, I want him because he's a good man and he needs to go to heaven. I want him because he's a bad man and he needs to go to hell. That's it. I don't even think they ever say heaven or hell. I think they say, so he should come with me. Right. Yeah. Matt is correct. They then, it's a real Job scenario here. They basically go, well, why don't we put him to the tests? You can do whatever you want, but whoever he leaves with, that's who gets him. Yes. Well, I we can inhabit anybody that we want. We can do anything that we want. This episode is so fucking stupid. It's, it, is a, it is a dumb episode. It's, Sorry, I just keep thinking about it. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> What's so maddening about it is because is that they could have done it better. This is they such could've. a lazy episode. I think that's what bothered. Like this was the most half-assed. It re- it's ni- it's episode nineteen yep. of the season, and it feels like it. Oh, for sure. Like they <laughs> they have blown all their budget. Mm-hmm. They are done. They are fucking putting actors behind a sheet. <laughs> this a was light. a this was a five page treatment. This was not a script. They did not have a shooting script. This, this was an no, idea. It could have been. Yeah. Yep. We will get to it because we got to do this episode. It's insane. They got in there to do to do like a walkthrough, and then realized, oh god, we never wrote the script, and oh, you're filming this. That was that was the day. That was the one shooting day they had. Ah. Uh. So when when they appear as his friends uh he the the angel becomes his best friend Aldo and uh the devil appears as his sister-in-law Doris Doris that's uh and he's been hitting on, been her, chasing on her, her she's forever. been fending off his advances for a long time So when she appeared I was reminded of one of my favorite episodes of Mystery Science Theater, which is when they do Space Mutiny. Now, if you've never seen this episode, in it, there is a uh, character, he's a guy, and the whole crew keeps giving him names, like Bolt, Bulk Meat Rock, Biff McLarge Huge. <laughs> When she appears, I instantly started writing down character <laughs> names for her. <laughs> so here's a couple oh, of them. Please recite them. Suck hot holes. <laughs> <laughs> Wet puss puss. <laughs> oh, Drippy la puss. <laughs> Those are my three. But like, <laughs> I, did you did you write anything for what she looked like? No, I didn't. I wrote that she looked like Kim Cattrall's stand-in for Porky's. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I felt like she looked like mature Martha Plimpton. Oh, that's good, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she had the the face of a stunt double. (laughs) (coughs) She, She had both the face and the body of a stunt double. Right. Yeah. She had the body of a body double. Yeah. Va, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Them legs go all the way up. To a face that I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but if you stay below the neck, 
<laughs> it's a good bond. Yeah. To chop that fucking head off. <laughs> Why wasn't that the episode? Yeah. Um, Nobody better lay a finger on my butter face. <laughs> God. Uh, slurp, Mick. <laughs> slurp, McLavia tits. <laughs> Wait, am I doing this right? You're doing great. <laughs> Colander, Mick. Boob. <laughs> Colander. <laughs> Colander. McBoob. Yeah. Uh, hi. Uh, thank you for coming in. Colander McBoob? Yeah, that's me. Okay. Well, this children's hospital really <laughs> needs um, somebody who's, uh, well, it needs a nanny. Oh, that's good. I got I got him. <laughs> you. Jubs. <laughs> I got him for all the nannying. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. They're going to love them. The children? Yeah. Children well, love my jobs. <laughs> That's I, what it's on my resume. I, yeah, yeah. Well, we called you in because what are jobs? Oh, it's my 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 hooves. <laughs> Your hooves. My hooves. <laughs> oh, the, you, my so hooves hooves. So your shoes? No, my tots. <laughs> your tots. Yeah. My, my colanders, Wink. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I am not tracking with you. You know, my, 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 my persons. My Alan Parsons projects. Are you talking about your breasts? Yes! Oh, don't make me say it. I don't want to be gross. Boys, I was right. You owe me $50. <laughs> uh, with their appearance... That is the end of the act. Is that where they say the titular line? Oh God, yes, they do. I think because I think that's when they said, "Let the games begin," mm-hmm. and then and they might we as well turn audibly, to the camera. We all audibly groaned yes. when that happened. Let the games begin. <laughs> Look at people in audience. <laughs> do you get it? And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Barbie comes with play makeup, so you can make her pretty face even prettier. A little blusher? She looks like an angel. You're my angel. <laughs> angel Face Barbie doll. Comes with hair accessories and makeup case. From Mattel. That bellhop became a... <laughs> that bellhop became a dad later in his life? <laughs> <laughs> You're my angels. Creepy. Now that I we have a baby, I am fully aware of how creepy baby stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. And here's uh, where I think we are in hell, because we're watching this episode. <laughs> well, we're about to get to some weird science. She, she gets excited because she's never had to hotwire one of these things before. Meaning a dude. And then, well, at first I thought she meant a phone, and I mm-hmm. was like... Uh, I thought the same thing. Yeah. This part, they did no explanation. You figure it out because it's not that tough to figure out. But yeah, she she takes a phone apart and then I guess attaches some of the wires to him. And then the lights start flashing and I think there's smoke or and he starts to shake. And then um, he's... Live the rules of this episode don't make any sense because sometimes they're throwing magic, but then sometimes they're bound by bound by the rules of conventional wisdom. Yeah. Who knows? The we are we are lollygagging because Act Three is truly twenty minutes long. Like this is a twenty-two minute episode. Where the first four minutes are the first two acts. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third act is everything. Yeah. Um, so they hotwire him, right? They bring him back to life. And how do you know that Harry is back to life? He burps. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. That's, that's the moment 
I knew that if I didn't have my tongue <laughs> pushed firmly against my cheek, I was doing it wrong. You know, I I don't know if you guys noticed that I picked up a hat, put it on my head, and just held the fuck onto it. <laughs> dear life. Yeah. Because hold on to your hats. This is a comedy episode. This this entire episode, I don't know if you guys remember the movie Annie. Yeah. From mm-hmm. your childhood. Yeah. yeah you course. know, you know when the dog catcher and Annie are arguing about whether or not Sandy belongs to Annie or not. And so they do the thing and they walk to the opposite sides of the room and Annie's like, Come here, Sandy. And then the dog catcher's like, Come here, something, rah, 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 and they just argue over the dog and try to get the dog's attention. That's that's this. If that was 22 minutes, that is this episode. I agree. It was chaos. Th- yeah. I think that my favorite part of the entire episode happens right at this point where Doris almost trips on something and almost falls into the camera and then plays it off like nothing happened and walked yes. into the bathroom. And I looked at Matt and I go... Did she just trip? And, and I go, said, yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this, they were very loosey-goosey with the... Uh, everything in this episode. Everything in this episode. There were this several is a one visible day-er. booms. Yeah. Yeah. This is a one-dayer. Like, they had to knock this one out. It's it's a bad... <coughs> it's a bad improv scene. The entire thing is everybody has something that they want, and they just won't let go of it. And everybody's talking over each other and just trying to go, hey, hey, look at me, hey. That That is exactly, so, I'm so glad you said that because when I was watching it, as an audience member, I was like, I'm so done. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch another moment of this because I'm putting myself in Henry's, or Harry's, excuse me, Harry's shoes here. Harry has just woken up from death. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he sees is his ex-wife's sister Mm -hmm. and his best friend in his hotel room. And it only really makes sense that one of them is there. (laughs) And both of them are going out of their way. Like if you two, like I wake up from death. Mm Mm-hmm. You shake me loose of this mortal coil, and you both were doing this. I would be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Number one, where's Catherine? Yep. <laughs> what are you guys doing? None of this makes sense. No, and he doesn't. It's so irritating. He doesn't question any of it. Nothing is questioned. Nothing is questioned. His friend Aldo is like, "I need your help. I'm in a bad way. I'm gonna kill myself." Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. I don't... If if that is the truth of the scene... Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He doesn't do the suicide until later. He says, keep the secret, but there's a fire. And we oh, have to get right. out. Oh, that's right, yeah. And so, for oh, some the reason... the fire was first. For some reason, Doris has a magic fork. Yes! That she strokes the fork, and yeah. then magic things happen, like... A fire magically appears out in the hallway. How incongruent this episode is. She has a fork, but Aldo can shake his hands? Yeah. Madness. Yeah, why couldn't they find him a necklace that was like... <laughs> a knife? A halo. A spoon, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I assumed it was it was a fork finally because of like a pitchfork for the devil. Mm. But I did not realize that until the end of the episode. Right, why wasn't he wearing a circle? Right. They do the fire thing. He goes to the door with Aldo. Being Harry goes to the door with Aldo. We think Aldo's going to win, but um, there's too much fire. Door, there's too much. Uh, she yeah. strokes the fork. Leggy Leggy McHot Puss <laughs> makes a flash of uh, fire and smoke at the door. Yeah, which brings them back in. Now it's her turn to shine. And. This is the most weird, sexy performance I've seen oh, since. Oh, this uh, was this. Go this ahead. is this is um, Heather Graham in Bowfinger <laughs> <laughs> when she's doing like the weird undulations. I know, I know exactly. And, yeah, it it seems like if an alien came down and 
tried to be sexy after watching a bunch of charo videos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coochie coochie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it was you're, so weird. You're right because okay, let's this this podcast is never shied away from being blunt. Yeah. She would suck his dick. She would be like, "Hey, come here. Zip, poop, yes. plop." <laughs> wait, did he just wait a minute? I <laughs> ring, ring. I <laughs> hey, you're you're on head talk. Uh, yeah. Um. So I got a question about how it works. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, is a guy supposed to poop out of his dick? Here's the thing. When you unzip, yeah. a zipper. So it what it goes it goes zip, then it goes plop, poop. poop. Oh, then it goes poop, poop. Plop. What? Okay. So uh, my concern, I guess, is with the poop. Right. Okay. That's the thing. Because that's the, fr- the. Why is that in the front? When a when a semi erect penis falls out of a pee hole. Mm-hmm. It makes. Wait a minute. Wait. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. 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 No. 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 In in the whitey tidies. That's the. Pee- oh. Oh. That's the pee. I thought the you meant flap. like the urethra. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. The pee I thought flap. you meant another smaller penis no, came no, no, out no, of no, the no. urethra. Excuse me. <laughs> sorry. Miss. It's your show. No. The flap of which the penis comes out of kind of looks like a piece of poop. So that's why it's zip, poop, plop. Because once it's broken the threshold, it plops out into your mouth. Why that guy put a piece of poop in their mouth? (laughs) No, 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 no. It's not poop. It's a penis. This was definitely poop. (laughs) Oh, then you have been with the wrong guy. Yeah. I'll take my answer off the air. I'm going to stop talking right here. <laughs> but seriously, why wouldn't she do something so overtly sexual that and then be like, if you want the rest, come with me? Yeah. Like, duh, okay. Yeah. She, at one point, she did lift up her, her skirt and showed her red panties. I I think that for, I mean, remember, I this know. is, this is syndicated TV in the 80s. It's not like she can just get on her knees. But she could have given him a kiss. Yeah. On the face. She was, it was not seductive. Right. Well, wait, 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 wait. Wasn't, oh, oh, wait, no, they did. They said that you could do anything. So, physical physical contact wasn't barred. Right. Right. So, why didn't she go up to him and give him a kiss and be like, I've always thought of you. Yeah. Meanwhile, Aldo is, is committing suicide 15 different ways. Yeah, he he. It's a real Harold and Maude. <laughs> so he um, I, she was talking about let's go dancing, dancing, let's go dancing, dancing's fun. Let's go she's do hiking. that. She's coked to the gills. <laughs> she is so coked out. She's making her own mouth music. Yes. She's like ba ha ba 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 ba. Let's go dancing. Da da da. da. <laughs> <laughs> It's is it hot in here? It's hot Mouth in here, right? Sounds. Hey, do you ever want to open a bodega? Does everybody's sweat taste like gravy? <laughs> Dance one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And Bob Fussy. <laughs> so as this is going on, Aldo wiggles his fingers, and she rolls her ankle. Oh. And being the like the kind angel that he is, he whisks Harry away from the injured woman into, into the bathroom. bathroom and then closes the door. Yeah. Now, and why then, doesn't he, Aldo, get to his knees, take out his <laughs> stick, and suck it? <laughs> and go, if you want more of this, follow me. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, he seems like the kind of dude who would. Yeah, it's also would. It's the first one to get it in their mouth. Any wins. port in the storm. Yeah, his penis has been adrift at sea for a <laughs> long time. It wants to come home, baby. Yeah. <laughs> home is where the mouth is. Things rudderless. Yeah. Day do we have, do we have any more? Do we have any more sailing metaphors? No. Maybe. <laughs> Day seventy-two. All hope lost. <laughs> Pooped out my dick. <laughs> Can't wait to plop in a girl's mouth. <laughs> oh, what geez. will sex be like? 
I do admire that all of us treat this like we're 13 years old. <laughs> Aldo goes, I am going to kill myself. Now, here's the thing. If this episode had anything going for it, it is a complete disregard for warning signs. <laughs> <laughs> because once Aldo says that, <coughs> Harry's like, oh, that's bad. Let's go, buddy. And then, like, one high kick, he's like, sorry, pal. Gotta go. Yeah. Uh, this should settle the debate already, because if it's suicidal best friend or or trim pants. Yeah. <laughs> Carolina fuck pants. I like it. Is that her name? Okay. Um, uh. I, I like how your delivery of that was Carolina fuck pants. Yeah. <laughs> I give up, but yeah. also but I, I gave up, but so did the writer. But writers, I'm going to keep so. saying it. Uh, this is nonsense. This. So the acting in this, this episode, but specifically in this act, reminds me of a sitcom where the two kids are trying to distract distract the parent mm-hmm. while something's going on in the background of, yes. ooh, look at me, look yeah. at me. Hey, look, it's Bart, and he's doing something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They wanted that sweet interplay. They wanted that distraction. They wanted like a noises-off type of... Yeah. yeah, but you can't do that. That is not sustainable for 22 minutes as this episode has... Jen, it wasn't sustainable for 20 seconds. No. Well, but there could have been a way to, you know, like have some ebbs and flows in it. In he later tries to, you know, tells them to go, you know. In uh, better hands, yes. Yeah. But we have this show, so. When we get to the writer's room, I think we're going to get there. But let's finish this act because, believe it or not, it's almost it's over. Almost, yeah, it's almost there. Has anything different happened in this act no. than the first act? No. They they are they are supposed to be unveiling their plan. Yeah. But their plan is whisper thin that you there's no stakes and there's no heightening. Mm-hmm. Their plan is I'm going to get them to leave with me first. There's that's it. But that was established in like the second line of the episode. It's so like, this is we're in act 2, nothing has happened. It's like my plan of become a millionaire. Well, okay, how? Become Just a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Their their whole thing is there's no heightening and there's no stakes. And their idea of heightening and stakes is just the same thing. Get it's, louder and wave your arms more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just like, oh, I'm going to be more of a sad sack. Like, you don't get lower than I'm going to kill myself. Yes. So that so nothing felt real at all. It wasn't even anything real for Harry to consider. I mean, seriously, it. They went from I'm going to kill myself to look at my whatever to I'm going to kill myself. To, it it just kept going back yep. and forth. It was almost like you were stuck in Groundhog's Day. Yes. And and that Harry has no wherewithal, like they established that he's drunk. But let me tell you, I've been drunk quite a bit mm-hmm. in my life if something serious happens you, you either sober up slightly enough to deal with it or react to something or you or you are so drunk at that point it nothing registers and you just pass out it's not like you're considering things back and forth right mm-hmm. because that much adrenaline mm-hmm. is going to give you clarity right mm-hmm. and this is nonsense. This is nonsense. The sister-in-law thing is nonsense. Let's just finish it. The sister-in-law basically goes, hey, I have an idea how to keep old Aldo from... From killing himself. Well, yeah, from, from harming himself. Tie him up. Tie, Tie him up. up. Tie but him her up. emails. Barton Fink. Barton Fink. So uh, they go to they go to leave, but that causes him to have another heart. What causes him to have another heart attack? Um. Oh, oh, they oh, were gonna that, go to they were gonna Al- go Aldo to her room. It. Yeah. And Aldo does <laughs> wiggles the, his fingers. Wiggles his fingers. He puts the jimmy on him. And he has a heart attack and dies again. Oh, God. 
And that's, that's the act. We'll be back with more transmissions from the sorry. dark side after this. <laughs> Don't be sorry. No, I am. Dave has a dilemma. What to put on Wendy's new bacon cheeseburger? Hey, something mild. Play it safe. Come on. Don't be a wimp. Give it some zing. Oh, no. Gouda would be nice. Spice it up. How about pepper jack? Oh, my. Well, Dave started cooking. A quarter pound of fresh beef, three strips of bacon, the perfect sauce, and a slice of pepper jack cheese for a bacon cheeseburger that's really spicy. Oh, Dave. Be careful. Mind your own business. boy. Wendy's new pepper jack bacon cheeseburger. It's gotta be the cheese. That's why I don't eat Wendy's anymore, guys. The fucking devil one. <laughs> uh, I never realized how much uh, my father-in-law sounds like Dave Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. It's Act Three. Can we be honest? No. Yes. Yes. They didn't have a script. They no. really didn't. Because we enter into Dance Break the Musical. Well, so he he's originally like I think he, he says uh I'm sorry, Eldo is like now it's my turn to revive him. And then it looks like he's conducting the Hallelujah orchestra. Chorus. Yeah, it looks like he's conducting an orchestra and then it's no it hyperbole. Just... The Hallelujah Chorus <laughs> plays for 30 seconds. And then we, we get the dance scene from Jackrabbit Slims. Yeah, I, I wrote down Pulp Fiction yeah. dance sequence. The Hallelujah Chorus changes into some bebop number. For what reason? Jazz schmazz. For, f- for funny? I think so. I, it goes I mean, there's no other explanation. It goes to Leggy Magoo. She's like, whoo-wee. It is the ending of the movie Crossroads with Ralph Macchio. Yeah. <laughs> where Steve I is playing in the juke joint. And uh, we got a dancing lady. They awkwardly dance together to this song for another 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah, I mean, this... This was, this was how stalling. many things can we throw into a room to fill time? Yeah. This this was the most overt stretch yep, 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 yep. I have ever seen in a Tales from the Dark Side episode. Yeah. Like, ne- like, they've done some stuff where it's like they've held a pan for an extra yeah. 15 seconds. We've joked about that for seasons, but this, but this is this really... You know when Fry writes single female lawyer? <laughs> yeah. And he says, well, it took me an hour to write it. I figured it'd take an, an hour, hour to, to, to do it. Yeah. I am dumbfounded at, at the audacity of these writers. So, writers? so he kicks them out. He Or he goes well, to kick them out, right? Wait. Um, so Harry wakes up. And Aldo already has a noose around his neck. Yeah. And she is immediately on him of, let's go dancing, 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 dancing. And I think that's when he's just like, no, I, I, I've had enough of this. Yeah. Both of you get out. And isn't this, jeez. Oh, this is, he's, he's walking them out. And he opens the door, and the bellhop dumps garbage on him. Yes, that is from um, Sylvia. Sylvia, yeah, with a little poem. You dumped me in '58. Now is my chance to reciprocate. Sylvia. Sylvia. For what reason? He sent her five dollars in a dirty martini glass. But why is this even in this episode? Um. That's a good question because it filled up 15 seconds of episode. So stupid. And so, yeah, um, he, Jesus. Like, this is where I think that maybe the episode is going to go. They try to get him laid Mm -hmm. where they're like, you know what? We're, we're kind of tired. Let's just see what we can do about getting this guy's dick wet. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Which I would have almost rather have seen. Yeah. 
And so they they start I think he's in the bathroom and they start talking shop about Titanic. Um not the movie, the boat. Yeah. Um, and she's talking about how how much fun that was and he says, "Oh, I didn't know you were working that." And she was like, "I was in first class." And he's like, "Oh, I was in steerage." This is boring. Yeah. So boring. The this but I I think I've just found it. I wanted I want to play and then time how long this dance break is. Okay. He must have burnt out his ignition. Nonsense. You simply botched the original reactivation. His heart couldn't take it. Face it, Aldo. The guy just wants to have fun. I win, you lose. I'm going to make sure that Harry does the right thing. So stand back. I'm going to reactivate him my way. All right. You want me to st- start the timer? Okay, here we go. Okay, wait. We get my get me let me get the clock ready here. Okay. It'll be three, two, one, go. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. And he's acting his pants off. He's waving arms. What are we at? 27 seconds. Not even close. They haven't even started dancing yet. (laughs) So that was 30 seconds. I was right. In a teenage wedding in the old folks <laughs> And they keep pointing at Harry. Yeah. And she's like, zip it to pop pop. Okay, what are we at? So, that it? That's it. What do you What do you guys think? Uh, a minute twenty. A minute ten. A minute ten. Oh man. One oh nine point ninety two. Oh, <laughs> a full minute on nothing. Nothing. They They had nothing for they, this episode. They were on fumes. Uh so. So there's some discussion now about, okay, so we had the Titanic discussion that's apropos of nothing, no one cares, good. Uh, Then he needs a few hours to patch things up with Sylvia that he went to high school with 30 years ago that we have no connection to, so that doesn't matter, good. Um, There is a point where they just, he kicks them both out. Let's just get there. He, yes. They have both have tried their hijinks on Harry with Aldo and the legs. Aldo and the legs. Coming to Fox. <laughs> right after Jake and the fat man. <laughs> but they've, they've done everything that they can. He's had it. And he's like, both of you out of here. Yeah. Which is actually the first part of this whole show. That makes sense. That makes any sense. Yep. But they don't leave. They go to the bathroom. They go to the bathroom to fuck? Yeah. Yeah. They go to the bathroom to regroup. And they tell him. Do they tell him first to get ready for her? No. Yeah. They, and uh, yeah, they, they, they tell him to get ready. And then he promptly falls asleep on the bed. Yeah. To get ready for what? Sylvia? Yeah. 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 To give her to give her the business. So Angel and Devil go into the bathroom and then they like accidentally like bump elbows and suddenly they're like, Ooh, Ooh where is the corporeal foam? Yes. I understand why these humans are so susceptible to this. And it's just makes no sense. But we're already this far into yep. it. Yep. And then it's just them touching each other yeah. for the rest of the episode. Yep. 
And then they kick Harry out to go see Sylvia. Uh, I thought they were well, just they kicking him out because the, they were going to straight up fuck. Well, well, they they rip up his soul contract Together. at the same time while he's sleeping. While he's sleeping, so and they both have the contract. Ten years at least for them to figure that one out. Yeah, for the pencil pushers. I liked that when they ripped the contract at the same time. They both said "rip." <laughs> nice touch. Then they throw Harry out. And then they have casual sex in a smoke machine. Well, the bellhop watches. And the bellhop he is makes, walking by. He makes the same damn face I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Horn dog face. Yeah. With a hole in a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's carrying a popcorn bucket, waist level. <laughs> what you guys doing? You're really going at, you're really fondling that corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> need to need to find the right kernel. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got it. Uh, <laughs> ring, ring. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We well, you're on corn talk. <laughs> How much corn do you need to cover a penis? Depends on the cock, you cuck. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. Oh, we're in trouble right now, man. That's the end. That's the end of the episode. That's that, the end of the stupid episode. That is the end of the. It ends in. A smoke machine laced slow dance. <sighs> Let's go to the writer's room. How would you fix this episode? It's Gun to your head, you have to oh, remake oh, this Because I just want to walk up to the writer and just snap his neck. That's how I fix it. <laughs> just do like a satisfying little twist. And then so just... I think that there were aspects of this story that worked in other movies. Yes. This is a very... It worked better in the Wendy's commercial. <laughs> it really did. It did. It really... Well, I mean, that had Dave Thomas, though. But, like, this has worked better in the... You know, like, this has worked better in Clash of the Titans. Yes. Where they're looking down at the portal to Earth, and mm-hmm. they're like, you've got to save him, and then you go to hell... And they're like, go get them. This worked better as defending your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that movie's pretty much perfect. I love that perfect. movie. But yeah, I love that movie. But I mean, it, it's a somewhat similar concept of two parties are trying to determine whether you're going to heaven or hell. Right. You play some part in it, but it's... Why? Okay. So how would you fix it? Well, my first question is... Why does them be, why are they a mystery to him? Meaning that they're a devil and an angel. He's, I think the episode works better if he knows he's dead. Okay. Yeah. Who's going to pick hell? That's what I was thinking too. Like if he finds out what's going on, but then why would he? Yeah. I think that's the part that they don't tell him. Oh, like who is who? Oh, well, but I think it would. I think it would end up being kind of obvious who was who. But I feel like, I feel like if he knows, kind of going back to defending your life, well, then he would be defending his life. But like that type of thing where they present. Okay, I've I've got an idea, but I've got an idea too that's similar to what they did. Just in a different context. If he knows that they're um if he knows that they're that he's dead, and somehow this evening we're going to find out whether you go to the afterlife or not, where you go to heaven or you go to hell, they could put him in different vignettes. They could create different scenarios mm-hmm. to test what he would do mm-hmm. that's that's, that's, that's kind of that's kind of what i was gonna go with but i was gonna go with more of uh i mean if they wanted to do comedy uh, they could have gone with a groundhog day route where <coughs> it wasn't just them hey look at bart he's doing stuff mm-hmm. it could have been all right, best two out of three. All right, best three out of five. All right, best five out of seven. Where 
he just keeps going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth where he'll make a good decision, he'll make a bad decision, he'll make a good decision, he'll make a bad decision. Right. Um, he doesn't really do anything that damns him or saves him. Right. I think they are both devils. You have them both be, because they're not Satan, they're just like working, they're worker bees. Yeah. And they're fighting over who's going to get the, the collar basically. Hmm. And uh the bellhop Oh shit. The bellhop is Satan. Uh for some reason. Um Is the so, bellhop uh, Satan or is the bellhop God? an angel? Okay, or or the bellhop is God. The bellhop has some more important I think I think room. I like Matt's a little better where because Thank he you, comes Matt. in I mean, that Well, no, he Well, I guess mine me. is <laughs> It's because he tried. comes in at several points and interferes with how things are going. Okay. I think I think this works. Uh, this works better mm-hmm. for me because now all of a sudden they're putting him in worse scenarios. Yeah, like he's going to hell either way. It's right. just what circle of hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's who, who can tempt him. It's who can make him commit to the sin. Right. Mm-hmm. It's more bedazzled than anything. I'm th- I'm thinking through bedazzles because I know that's about the wishes, but it's kind of like that's the temptation. Yeah, it's of like it. the Faustian mm-hmm. deals, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah, 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 and the temptation. All right, scale of one to ten, how many soul contracts would you guys give this episode? Two, two, zero. Ah, uh, you really didn't like it. It gets nothing. It's a must miss. Yeah. New Dream Girl was worse, and that's my lowest rating. I don't know that Dream Girl was worse. Oh, Dream Girl's worse. I'd watch this again. Really? If you were like, Dream Girl or this, I'm choosing this. <laughs> I'm, I, with Matt, I'm with Matt on that one. I don't know that I could ever watch this again. Could you watch Dream Girl again? No, I, I mean, they're both awful. They're, right. they're two different devils. <coughs> neither of which neither of which I want to watch again. Uh, it's, it's a bad episode. Yeah. It is really bad. Pass on this one, guys. Pass. Uh, we are doing the transmission of these in two weeks. Oh my god! The glitz, the glamour, the glitz. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's what we said last time yeah. too. Yep, perfect. Uh, when I forgot to record that intro. <laughs> uh, the glitz, the glamour, the glitz. It is your turn, our faithful audience, to come up with the audience choice award. Uh, if you have an award, an award that you would love to see as part of the transmission, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or Gmail. Or Gmail. Yeah, just come up with a whole bunch of them. We are going to do some classics. We're going to do best, <laughs> what did we call it? It was uh, best. It's where we go off. It's where we go off of the normal track. Best diversion, best. Oh, best bits. Be- it was best bits, but it was like the we're having a conversation, and then we have a sidebar, but we don't call it a sidebar. We call it something else. Oh my God, you were both looking at me like I'm <laughs> no, I know what you're talking no, about, I but I don't. Rem- I, I don't remember I, what it's called. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. what what we did last time was wasn't it like Pitfall Harry? Right, and we played all the the other ones, it, but it we it had a specific. It did. I think something's wrong with my brain. Like seriously, I spend a lot of time thinking maybe something's wrong with me. Well, I can't fucking think of it either. So it's not like <laughs> I'm doing. I don't doing... even remember what you're talking about. <laughs> like the concept <laughs> on a radio show, you say? <laughs> so let me get this straight. For the last 71 episodes, we've been doing a show about Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> Who is this? Why is my nose bleeding? <sighs> my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anything you got for that, listeners? <laughs> Confused? <laughs> you're, you're right. I should never have tried to do business after watching one of the worst episodes we've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and uh, we'll let you know. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Instagram and Facebook. We are TFTDS Pod on Twitter. 
you also can email us at tea from the dark side. You can send Matt a cough drop at Matt. <laughs> uh, feel better, my friend. I, Poor guy. I'm going to have to do another breathing treatment when I go home because asthma is the best disease of all. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear it. Um, <clears throat> guys, let's get out of here. Let's <laughs> let's try to enjoy the daylight. The daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.